Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Welcome to the Happy Mama Movement podcast. I'm Amy Taylor-Kabaz. I would like to start by acknowledging the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation on which this podcast is recorded as the traditional custodians of this land and pay my respects to the elders past, present and emerging. And as this podcast is dedicated to the wisdom and knowledge of motherhood, I would like to acknowledge the mothers of this land, the elders, their wisdom, their knowing and my own elders and teachers. Welcome back, mamas. So often we have that little voice in our head that says, oh, there's always something more. Have you ever noticed that? It's kind of the inner mantra of a tough day in motherhood, isn't it? Oh, are you kidding me? There's something else. There's another thing I need to deal with. You're just about out of the front door and someone vomits, someone gets cut, someone needs a band-aid, something happens. Oh, there's always something more. You get to the end of the day, the kids are finally asleep. You get back into the kitchen, into the lounge room, there's something more to do. It stops us from resting, stops us from exhaling, it stops us from feeling like we're on top of things. It's an inner mantra that I have struggled with since the very first moment I became a mama, 14 years and counting. This sense of it's never done, there's always more. The other way that this has shown up in my life as well is this feeling of it's up to me. It's always up to me. It's a heaviness in my shoulders in my chest. It's this feeling of isolation and loneliness. And I know now that that isolation and loneliness comes from our lack of community. It's not meant to be that we're doing this all alone. It's not meant to be that we look around and see one thing after another that is yet again something else we need to do. That sense of there's always something more. There's an email that we need to address. There's a school event we need to plan for, there's always something more. Because in an ideal world, we're meant to be in a group where it is a shared load. The patriarchal masculine, unhealthy masculine way is to think that we do this as individuals. Individualization is the very definition of how we live and the patriarchal way that our society has been set up. It is this sense of me against it, me against them, me on my own, climbing the mountain, ticking the boxes, getting it done. 
but the feminine way is that it will never be done because it's seasonal. The feminine way is there are times and places for everything. There's a time of the day, a time of the month, a time of the year. It is seasonal. It's never done. Where did we get this idea that it needed to all be completed? Where did we get this idea that there is something more is heavy? Where do we get the idea from? Again, the way we've been trained and taught. That rest is for when it is all completed. That success is holding it on your own and proving to the world you can. And so there are two things I want to share with you today, Mama, around this idea of there's always something more. One is this idea that there is a time in our lives where there won't be anything more. (laughs) That is not going to happen. In fact, we don't want it to happen because it means we're not living anymore. It means that our children aren't growing. It means that there isn't something happening. Of course, there's always more. There's another meal to make. There's another bed to make. There's another event to plan for. That is the season and beautiful cycle of life. So instead of us waiting for these things to be done, to be completed before we allow ourselves any celebration or rest or reprieve, we have to build this into our lives. Even though there is so much more, even though there is one more thing I have to deal with today and I didn't think I could deal with anything else, that's okay. Because waiting for that to slow down is not the way to get through. We need to find a way to rest in the messiness, rest in the busyness, allow ourselves those moments of celebration, taking those moments to just breathe before we step into the kitchen and start the next meal. I know for me, over the last two years of the pandemic, being at home and how many snacks and meals and how much schoolwork and how much entertainment and how much there was, that real sense of, oh my gosh, there is always something else to do, there is more, here we are again, was debilitating. And for a very long time, it felt like we were all holding our breath for the pandemic to give us some space for us to be able to catch our breath. In many parts of the world, starting to come out of that remote learning isolation lockdown. And there's still so much more. We can't wait for this to pass. We must start resting thriving right now. We also can't think that this is an individual thing anymore. We have to start getting more support. I know that this is not always possible financially, access, everything. But how can we as a community begin to feel less isolated and individual in this? If you do have the privilege of having support, community, people helping you. How can you then also help others? We have to do this together. We have to find a way 
to be able to bring us all together in a village, in a community and help. Maybe that means if you're going to the park, checking to see if your neighbour's kid wants to come too. Maybe that means if you're making a big meal, you just think about who could have some of this. There really has to be a change in the way we support each other if we can, if we have the capacity to give a little back, can we? Because that is a revolutionary act in a culture that says, close the door, do it on your own. Everyone in their individual homes struggling on their own. There is always something more. Finally, I really wanted to share with you something I've been using this year that has really begun to make a huge difference. I always like to try these things out for myself for a while first, see what comes up, see how it feels, and then share it with you. I used to try and silence that inner mean mama as quickly as I could if I noticed her inside my head, oh, why does this always happen? Why is this so hard? Why is this up to me? I can't do this today. I try and shut it down. Once I became aware of that noise in my head, after many years of not hearing it, when I first then noticed it, I just want to shut it down. That is a form of self-silencing. It's a form of not allowing the frustration that I am feeling at the isolation at the way that the world has set this up for mothers and women. It doesn't allow it to be expressed. And as I have learned too many times that it might not be expressed in that moment, but it will be expressed one day, usually in a way that is not healthy or productive. So what I have learned now is that I let those words move through me. I breathe, I acknowledge them, I feel them in my throat, I feel them in my clenched hands and my clenched jaw. Ugh, this is too much for one person. Why does it always feel like there's something more I have to deal with? I don't judge it anymore. That voice, that anger, that frustration, the resentment is trying to tell me something. You're not in balance, Amy. How can you get more support? What can you let go what needs to change? So now I let it move through. And then I use that beautiful sentence, there's always something more. And instead, I have turned that sentence into a positive. Because at the end of the inner rant, there is something I can focus on that is positive. There's something more I can add can't do this today, this is too hard, why is it always like this? And yet, God, I'm grateful for these kids. Oh, this house is such a mess. I am so sick of having to clean this day in, day out, day in, day out, day in, day out. Why is it like this? Why can't they clean it themselves? They're older now. <laughs> Take a breath. And yet... Everything in this home reminds me of how much we live and laugh and play. Someone wakes me up overnight, as they have been for 14 years, 
and that voice kicks in oh my god I haven't had a night's sleep for 14 years I can't believe this I'm so tired I have to get up at five tomorrow morning because I've got that call in the morning why is it always like this it shouldn't be like this why is it always me I let it go all the way through almost as if I've run out of breath with the inner rant and at the end I take a breath and I say and one day there will be no one else in this home looking for me in the middle of the night. And so Divine Mama, I hope these reflections have provided you a little reframe today. Whether it is the isolation and the individualization of motherhood that you're struggling with, this real sense of why is it always me? Why is this so on my shoulders? Please remember it's not meant to be like this. Secondly, if you feel like it will never end, there's always more and you're waiting until it calms down, someone finally sleeps, it starts to feel better to prioritize yourself. Please remember, there will always be something more. This is the beauty of life. Yes, there is more. Yes, there is more. But I can prioritize myself today. And finally, if you hear that inner voice that is lamenting yet another thing you need to deal with, let that voice be heard within. Allow it to be spoken. She has something to say. And then when she is finished, take a breath and remind yourself there's something more to focus on here. And what is it? I hope this is landed just where it needs to today. Thank you for being a part of this conversation, Mama. We change the way mothers are valued and seen in our society and our world by bringing these conversations to light and spreading the whispers of matrescence. And so I ask you to be a part of this movement now. Speak to others around you about matrescence, about your experience of motherhood. Let's bring it to light together. To find out more about matrescence, go to amytaylorkabaz.com forward slash matrescence and receive your free ebook, The Matrescence Map, so you can understand it even deeper. Thank you for being a part of this. Until next week, Satnam. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. 
ACAST.com. <laughs>